Are you in search of your perfect cup of coffee at home? Do you crave a fresh cup of joe from the comfort of your own kitchen? Well, look no further because Black Sun Coffee is here to help. The medium roast from Black Sun Coffee features notes of Brazil nut, grapefruit, and oak. The freshness is guaranteed to start your day off right. Go to blacksuncoffee.com, that's B-L-V-C-K, and use the promo code CONFIDENCE20 for 20% off your next purchase. I'm Leah Shaw, and welcome to The Confidence Factor. Black women already know we have to go above and beyond to maybe be seen as equal, and we do all the time. However, God has a way of pushing us to do give, and be more. And that way isn't always pleasant. Sometimes he places us in situations where we are uncomfortable and unhappy. We're still doing the work. We're still going above and beyond, but we also feel like something isn't quite right. He does this because he knows eventually we'll realize that we are capable of more. And that's the reason why we're uncomfortable and unhappy. Today's guest found herself in that very situation, but was able to use the confidence she has in her skills, giftedness, and really what's in her heart to tap into that more and become a trailblazer in her city and in her field. Let's listen. So what does it take to be a trailblazer? We're about to find out because today's guest is exactly that. Hailing from Akron, Ohio, she is a graduate of Kent State University, go Flashes, the Cincinnati College of Mortuary Science, and Ashland Theological Seminary. She is a youth pastor at her church, Mount Calvary Baptist Church, and I think it's important to note that she is also a gifted preacher and singer. She is the owner and operator of Wilkinson Funeral Home, the first funeral home in Akron, Ohio, owned by a black woman. A member of the first and the finest, please welcome my dear sorority sister, Brandy Wilkinson, to The Confidence Factor. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So before this started, we were trying to figure out how, like, how we met and how long we've known each other. I don't know if we have the answer to that yet. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I feel like we've known each other for years mm-hmm. without really knowing each other. So I feel like we've known who we were. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know her. Mm-hmm. Um, but not necessarily in a close, you know, we may have known each other through mutual friends right. or through church. Um, but Yeah. It's been a while. It has. But I like, yeah, we've known of each other, but we didn't know each other yet. Right. So that's mm-hmm. good. Way. I like your sweatshirt, by the way. Thank you. Love it. Got love it. You got to. You got to. <laughs> so as you know, uh, this is all about confidence. And so mm-hmm. to jump right in, how do you define confidence? Um, My definition of confidence is really brief. Um, I think. Be- I believe it to be a belief um, or a feeling. 
about either oneself or uh, a, a certain thing. Um, that And that's really it. Uh, it's, it's a belief or a feeling. Mm-hmm. And so what is kind of the story about your life or the story of your life that has led you to this place of confidence or this the feeling or the belief of confidence in your own life? Oh, my goodness. Um, we could really be here forever <laughs> talking about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so specifically or just broadly. Whatever um, you want to say. You know, it has... It's been certain areas of my life where um, my confidence has um, wavered, okay. you know, um, and so really, and as you know, as a black woman, um, we have to always try and go above and beyond just to be equal. Mm-hmm. And so um, as far as my my um, industry, the funeral industry is concerned, um just to try and feel like I'm on the same um, level playing field with uh, my colleagues, it took a lot of confidence um, to get there, mm-hmm. to, to feel like I can do what they do. Um, and on a personal level, um, and I've shared this story before, um, how my husband and I struggled with um, infertility mm-hmm. Um, And we've been married for 16 years. And for the first um, for the first five years, um, you know, we were trying to get pregnant um, to to no avail. I did get pregnant once and it was a tubal pregnancy. And so I'm in my early 20s -hmm. at this point. And so, you know, going to my friends, um, baby showers and, you know, just seeing other stuff. I mean, it was killing me. Mm-hmm. And so my confidence, you know, just took a, a toll. Mm-hmm. And um, for women, you know, as you know, um, a lot of our confidence um, comes from the things that we can achieve as a woman. Mm-hmm. And so me not being able to um, to keep a pregnancy um, really took a toll on my confidence, made me feel like um, I wasn't. Uh, or I was less than mm-hmm. uh, a, a woman. And so that journey, I mean, my daughter, um, uh, she's 10 now. And so it's been, you know, years and years and years of ups and downs as far as, you know, my confidence um, is concerned. And honestly, um, there are still some days where I struggle with that because, mm-hmm. um, you know, my daughter who, um, you know, I would I would lay down my life for um, is not, you know, my blood child. And so I still struggle and still, uh, you know, at times, um, you know, struggle with the idea of not being able to um, carry on, carry my own blood. So mm-hmm. there we are. You know, uh, it's just a it's a journey. Definitely, which is, you know, what my daughter's name. Um, it is. And, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it was a reason for her naming, you know, and, and it just, it, it, it's, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Did you name her? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we were able to um, name her. Uh, my husband cut her um, umbilical cord. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, she was ours from day one. And so, um 
you know, she is ours. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. About Absolutely. But, um, you know, just human that human feeling of not being able to and honestly when I see other pregnant women I do get a feeling of like oh Mm -hmm. you know that was never me Mm -hmm. and so uh you know honestly that that still that confidence wavers Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because you know someone might look at you and see, you know, the the barriers that you're knocking down and the history that you're making. And it's just like, oh, she's got it all together or, oh, her life might be X, Y, and Z or just whatever. But, you know, when we look at ourselves, because I know people have said this to me and it's just like, yeah, in this regard, sure. But I'm like, right. there's these other, I was in a leadership right. institute a couple of years ago, these other tanks. So like the play mm-hmm. tank might be full, the work tank might be full, but this tank, may not be so full in the way that exactly. people might think it is. Right. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just don't know what other people are going through. You know, you really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, it may look like you have it together on the outside, mm-hmm. but there are some, you know, and a lot of women and a lot of people in general, there are a lot of broken areas, mm-hmm. you know, internally that mm-hmm. people don't. Absolutely. Well, shifting to the work tank, uh, mm-hmm. shifting to the work tank, what made you want to go into the field that you're in? Um, so I, so when I went to Kent, mm-hmm. um, my, my undergrad was in psychology. Mm-hmm. And so I always figured I would be a psychologist and, um, and then, you know, as senior year started uh, coming up, I'm like, do I really want to do this? And um, I said, well, what else can I do? And this is honest thinking. I was like, what else can I do where I can jump in and make some good money without still having to immediately get my master's or my PhD? So uh, I started really tapping into what some of my passions were. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them, obviously, was counseling. Um, and then I started thinking about grief counseling. Um, and then that just led to, oh, I, I think I want to go to mortuary school. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that really played um, a huge role in my decision or the fact that um, when I was younger, uh, my mother had a friend that worked at a local funeral home and her daughter and I were about the same age and um, she would come over to my mom's house and she drove a Mercedes and she always wore suits. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this lady is sharp. I don't know. I wonder what she does. So I found out she was a funeral director. And I was like, huh, that's pretty cool. And then that's all I thought, you know, about it. So I don't even know if she's in my, she was in my subconscious, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, I don't know how that, but, you know, maybe she did play a part in, you know, me getting to becoming in this field. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you worked in the field for a number of years and then you decide, did you always know you wanted to own your own home or is this something that just came to you um, over time? So um, I always knew that I wanted to own Mm -hmm. my own, but I didn't have the confidence um, to 
feel like it was something that I could do. Mm-hmm. And so just knowing, you know how you know you want to do something, but mm-hmm. you don't think you can? Mm-hmm. That was me throughout this whole, my whole career. And I've been doing this for um, 17 years. Mm-hmm. And so um, I never felt like it was something that I could do, honestly, because it was, you know, a male dominated mm-hmm. field. And I was like, who's going, you know, who, who's doing this? No woman is going to, you know, be able to be successful without mm-hmm. having, you know, either a male, um, you know, funeral director partner or, you know, she can be maybe a funeral director, but not an owner. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of put those thoughts um, on the back burner because, um, number one, I just wasn't confident enough. And number two, uh, you know, bills, uh, I had you know, student loans. I had, I got married um, and, you know, life just happened. And so I was like, you know, I just got comfortable working for other people. Mm -hmm. So what changed? Um, Well, you know, not to be all super spiritual, but I really think it was the Lord. Um, Well, I know it was the Lord. And I feel like he, I feel like he makes people, uncomfortable for a reason. And so um, there were, my last job, I was miserable um, just going in, but not, I had no reason. Like I wasn't being unfairly treated. I wasn't um, being, you know, overworked or underpaid. Um, I had friends there, but I was so unhappy And so uh, I had just started praying on it, like, Lord, I'm not happy here, but I don't want to go to another funeral home. There's, you know, at that point, you know, I started gaining confidence in my ability as a funeral director. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm good at what I do. I'm, you know, there's nobody else, no other company that I want to work for. And so I was praying about it. And the Lord just said, open up your own. Hmm. And so I remember where I was sitting. I was in first watch um, (laughs) breakfast. And uh, yeah, and so I just, I was sitting there like, huh. And so I came home and I told my husband, I said, babe, I want to open my own funeral home. Mm -hmm. And he was like, let's do it. No questions. He He said, let's do it. So that week we started, you know, looking, we, um, got in contact with one of our realtor um, friends and, you know, she was sending us um, different properties and we were going to, you know, churches and, and, and that's where it started. We just started looking. Mm -hmm. So so, I'm trying to think of how I want to ask my next question. So now that you're in this season, um, now you, you've opened your own funeral home. It is successful to me um, from the outside <laughs> looking in it is mm-hmm. successful um how would you describe yourself in terms of confidence now well that you've done the thing the, you sought out to do so that's is and that's interesting that you asked because one looking from the outside would be like man she should be she should be pretty confident mm-hmm. yeah she she achieved her goal she opened up her funeral home However, uh, there are still parts of me mm-hmm. that um, that 
that lack because now I sometimes fall into comparison. Mm, uh-huh. I don't have what they have, you know what I mean? And so, which is, which is so hard. And this is what I'm learning as a new entrepreneur mm-hmm. um, to not compare to what somebody else is doing. Mm-hmm. You know, God called you to do this work and, and to be in this lane mm-hmm. and those that love it will support you. And those that don't, they won't. And that's fine too. So um, that that's an everyday process, you know, as just because I'm beginning, you know, it's April 1st will be two years. And Mm -hmm. so as a beginner um, entrepreneur, I still struggle with the the whole uh, competition thing. But um, however, one thing that um, that I am confident in is that the Lord called me to do this. Mm -hmm. And so that's where, you know, any days that I'm discouraged or um, I'm tired emotionally or mentally, um, the thing that keeps me going is knowing that I'm where the Lord told me to be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So what would you say then um, is your confidence factor? You know, you're feeling really good. You know things are going well. You're firing on all cylinders. You sit back in your office and said, oh, yes, that is a good day. What is that special something um, that you feel is the confidence factor that you bring to what it is that you do? What would you name it? <sighs> um, man. I don't even know if this... It, you know, it's kind of it's kind of hard to say this because, um, I guess at the end of the day, you know, if if everything went well for the day, I did a funeral and the funeral was perfect. Uh, the family was was well pleased with everything, and I'm sitting back in my office, um, and I'm just reflecting. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that. Um, Gosh, this is this is a hard question, Leah, because I don't, you know. I okay, so let me tell you. So I struggle with um uh speaking too highly of myself, which is crazy because I'm people that probably look on the outside probably be like, no, she don't, you know, but I really do. Mm-hmm. And so I really um don't all the way feel comfortable sharing what I think my confidence factor is because it may come off as sounding cocky when that's not my heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I and know, so, but we're, we're going to own it today. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh. Well, I will just say that maybe, um, you know, I think that for a, a female funeral director, mm-hmm. Um, you have to be charming to some degree. Mm, mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, sometimes, you know, when I feel like I'm in my zone, mm-hmm. um, I, I just feel like my charm or my personality takes over. And that's what wins mm-hmm. for me every time. I don't necessarily think that, I mean, I, I think I'm decent looking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I don't really think that um, it's the 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 looks per se. 
um, I just think that it's the the charm or the even the confidence that people can feel mm-hmm. um, that I have about my work. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, it's it's a difficult question to answer, but um, I'm glad you answered it. And let me tell yeah. you why, like. I don't think it's a cocky thing at all. And though I know it's hard to do sometimes, but sometimes people will affirm you like I'm getting ready to do now. (laughs) And so it's a package. Like you Uh are a package deal and you have a warmth and an energy about you. Like there is Mm -hmm. this, and I'm going to throw empathy too. Like you ha- and like you throw all those things in together, and I think that's the package or the charm um, that makes people feel at ease. And feel mm-hmm. like you're going to take care of them. Mm-hmm. And so yes. it's okay to own it. Because I, because that's what I'm like, I, I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. Like you, you have this energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That okay. That's fair. It's yeah. settling. Like, okay. it's just like, I can breathe like in your mm-hmm. presence. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. And honestly, I've heard a lot of families say that when mm-hmm. we're making arrangements. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're done, they'll say, man, that went so uh, much better than I thought it was going to be. It was so smooth. You were so calm. Mm-hmm. And that really makes me feel good, you know. So I I, I appreciate you, mm-hmm. you know, sharing that. And, um, it's it like you know, it's just hard for me to say those things about myself. It's okay. You know, I just, yeah. It, it is okay. Um, I've been going off my script the whole time. Like, this is... <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I've got these questions. And I'm like, I'm asking them, but I keep thinking of more questions to ask. How would you say, and who knows, like she's 10, so it mm-hmm. might be lost on her and maybe it's not. Um, right. But how would you say what you're doing is communicating to your daughter? Is it lost? So, like, does she kind of get it? I think she gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, so with last month being Black History Month, I think that was, I can't even really talk about this without getting too emotional Mm. because um, I really saw in her eyes how proud she was Mm. of me. And that made me melt. Um, There was uh, uh, maybe... Last sometime last year, mm-hmm. um, we bought our first billboard on Lover's Lane, mm-hmm. and we didn't tell her about it. Um, we just drove by, and I saw her light up, and that was a good feeling. Mm-hmm. But last month, when she, um, you know, we were talking about Black History, and my husband says, um, you know, mommy is Black History, mm-hmm. and she was like, why? Because she's a funeral director? <laughs> and he was like, no, because she was the first woman funeral director to own her own in Akron. And she was like, what? And so that, to me, um, spoke volumes because, um, you know, not only does she know that she can, you know, be a funeral director mm-hmm. Um, right now, she thinks she's going to be a gymnast, but whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, but now she knows that she she can own it. Mm-hmm. And for me, that just does that just does something for me because um, you know she, uh, you know, I, I honestly, you know, I'm I'm so it's it's different. I would guess um, when you're raising 
um, a child that is not biologically yours mm-hmm. um, because there's a, a huge confidence factor that you have to pour into them mm-hmm. to let them know that they are accepted, they are loved, they're special, they're valuable, right? And so, um, you know, we try to constantly pour those things into her, mm-hmm. um, especially because she's, you know, she's a brown skinned girl mm-hmm. and she um, she's in the minority at her school. She's one of the only, I think she's the only black girl in her classroom. And um, so, you know, just trying to pour into her how special she is. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's a different feeling when um you try and pour into her um something that you've you've created you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I I can pour into you about being an entrepreneur because I am one Mm -hmm. and um just to see how you know I was featured in the Beacon Journal uh, a few weeks ago and when I brought the paper home she lit up Mm -hmm. and um even today, which was crazy, um, I have a somebody I know um, works at uh, Emmanuel Christian Academy. She's a teacher, and she sent me a picture and said, um, "One of my students um, chose you as Black History." I love and that. He had a poster board and everything, and I was just like, "Wow, this melts my heart." So I showed my daughter, and she was like. Why did she did Beyonce for Black History? She was mm-hmm. like, why didn't I think of you? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, babe. But, you know, she's like, well, next year. And I said, okay. I love year. that. I love so, that. You know, yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, Leah, it's just, it, I can't even describe the feeling. Um, and that's more important to me mm-hmm. than what I've actually accomplished. Mm-hmm. It's just. You know, and you'll see this as, you know, our little legacy grows up (laughs) and she and she starts, um, you know, understanding how accomplished you are. Mm -hmm. Um, That's going to her seeing her proud of you Mm -hmm. is going to melt your heart. Mm. It's going to melt you. I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, for my final question. And before I even get before I even go there, like you've shared so much of yourself today, and I just want to say thank you for that because you sh- you shared different facets of yourself, and I really appreciate your vulnerability today. Um, so, but yes, pick a number between one and thirty nine. Four. Okay, so knowing what you know now, and everything that you've experienced, and how you've grown in terms of your confidence, what would you tell your four-year-old self? Ooh. Um, I'm trying to think what I was doing at the age of four, if I can remember. Um, I mean, this is, I mean, honestly, it's going to sound cliche, you know, Um, four-year-old Brandy, you know, whatever life throws at you, um, you are more than a conqueror Mm. through Christ. And um, no matter what obstacle comes your way, um, it's there to um, make you, make you grow. 
And obviously, you know, the, the cliche part is, um, you know, you can be at whatever you want to be, whoever you want to be, you can do whatever you want to do. Um, but, um, you know, and there'll be times when uh, you, you know, you, you, you steer off the wrong path. You know, that's, that happens. Um, but um, as long as you jump back on at some point, that's what matters. And um, whatever you decide to do in life, um, do it from your heart. So if you want to do hair, um, do that hair from your heart. Um, if you want to, you know, uh, be a doctor, you want to be a surgeon, whatever you want to do, um, just do it from your heart. And I believe that that is what um, will draw people to you. Um, if you, because if, if, if you do things from your heart, they can feel it. Mm. That's all I got. Well, that's a good note to end it on. <laughs> Brandy, thank you. I really appreciate you you being here. Oh, I appreciate you having me. So before I let you go, uh, let everybody know where they can find you in terms of your social media, your website, and just whatever you want to share. Talk about the funeral home, you know, whatever you want to tell people. Um, So um, as far as the funeral home is concerned, we are uh, located at 1158 South Arlington Street. Um, in Akron on the east side. Um, We are coming up on our two-year anniversary, April 1st. Um, Because of COVID, um, we aren't going to have a celebration um, this year. So we may do something um, next year, but um, we are are growing. And um, if anybody has any questions about, you know, our prices or anything like that, they are on our website, um, which is uh, www.wilkinsonfuneral.com. Um, as far as uh, social media, um, Facebook, uh, Brandy Wilkinson, Instagram, um, it's Brandy Michelle. Um, uh, the funeral home Instagram is uh, Wilkinson Funeral, and we also have a Facebook page as well. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you again for being All here right. today. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Confidence Factor. Be sure to check out my website at www. Dot B-E-S-H-A-W-E-S-O-M-E or Beshawsome.com. You can also check me out on Instagram at B.Shawsome. As always, thank you to Golden Ox Studios for making this a reality week after week. The confidence factor.